I sounded so fake, so I'm still trying to get my mood together, you know. I shouldn't be drinking because I was just drunk on Sunday, but. Not to me. I'm still recovering from Sunday. Lynn dragged me out to this dinner party. Oh, I dragged you out. I kind of did, though. I was like, I can, I can get you here for like drugs. I was like, it's no problem. But she was, no problem. Responsible <laughs> one. she was a responsible one. She was a responsible one and went home in my ass. Oh, yeah. I was out really? all I night. Saying. I got home at 2 in the morning, and I did not go to sleep till 7 o'clock. Like, I just could not fall asleep. I should have known once I got home I wasn't leaving the house. I knew you weren't going to come, but you should have came because the day party was lit. I'll go to the next one. I promise. I don't want to hear it. No, I said. I said one to two events per month because I got to be social. Okay. Well. Because me and Darielle been hit the pavement. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we ain't been Sunday, we was just making moves. <laughs> we <laughs> ain't. We went to all oh my goodness. We're like, we're going to go here, then we're going to go here, then go here. Then. We made all our stops. We went to the day party, left the day party. <laughs> Went to another oh, little so spot. Oh, so y'all left the day party. Then we came back to the day party. <laughs> <laughs> we was, I'm like, oh. I mean, the vibe wasn't there yet. We went a yeah, little we too, too early. early. <laughs> we we had to catch the vibe. Yeah. We had it good. I'm like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> I can be out here. Ain't spend no money. Mm-mm. That's Typical. a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we have a guest. Oh, hello. <laughs> it's me. Hey. Hey, friends. What's up? Oh, you know. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Give your social media. Tell us oh. a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, it's Dre Tyson. Um, social media, IG, Dre, D-R-A, period, Tyson. Um, I do various things in life and around Columbus. So follow me and find out. There we go. Apparently, you throw, like, the biggest house parties. I wouldn't say house parties. I would say more kickback? of a kickback. A kickback. Yeah. I enjoy cooking and just having people around. So that's you got more one of coming it. up. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't been invited. <laughs> I got you. May thirty first. We having a house party. That's that's different. That's not a kickback. That's a house party. Mm. We got Henny shot at clock every hour. What's the difference between a house party and a kickback? A kickback is during the day for me. Okay. A house party is a house party. It's not at my house. It's at somebody <laughs> else's house. <laughs> Airbnb so I can mess it up and then go about my day. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. So shout outs. Um shout out to Brandy. This was random. Brandy taught me this stir fry recipe and I've been <laughs> I've been stir frying my kids to death. Okay. Because it's quick and easy. And every time I make it, my son be like, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, too bad. You ain't hungry. <laughs> so hold on, what's, what's the recipe? Uh, it's like chicken and vegetables with some soy and I don't know how to pronounce the other fucking sauce. Uh, hoisin sauce. Yeah, that. Just, it's nothing. With some rice. It's real quick, simple. <laughs> real quick and simple. Just season it up real good. Um, I've added honey. To Ooh. the recipe and a little bit of Parmesan cheese. If y'all seen on my story okay. last night, turned out great. You did yours with the shrimp. I did it with. Did the you shrimp like it with the shrimp? Sausage this time. Okay. I didn't do it with rice, so no rice this time. I should have did that last time. I made it. I forgot rice. I forgot white rice, so mm. I did it with brown rice, which is healthier, quote unquote. <laughs> but it was still good. Yeah. So quick, easy, healthy. Yeah. 
That was my shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any shout outs this week. Yes, you do. I do. Is someone on here? I put something on there. Oh, never mind. I lied. Oh. That's your self care. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right. So go ahead. Okay. So for the self care tip, I kind of have a shout out for it. Well, it is a shout out for the self care tip. Um, shout out to my sister in love, Bria. Um, she does this thing where she texts me every blue moon and she says, how's your head? How's your heart? Mm. Um, I think that that is a good self-care tip that we could use with our friends and with ourselves to just ask yourself, how's your head? How's your heart? I think it allows you to think about your mental state and your emotional state. Mm -hmm. Um, I would even go as far as to say, maybe write down how you're feeling. I'm really considering going back to journaling. Um, I haven't done it in a very long time. So I'm thinking about going back to it. I think it'd just be good to get my ideas out, my thoughts out. I've been flirting with going to therapy. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe journaling Do is a good it. place to Do start it. until mm-hmm. I get the courage to go to therapy because I think therapy is probably going to mess my head up mm-hmm. a little bit. What's holding you back from therapy? Um, Nothing. I think I just need to find the right therapist and then just probably mentally prepare myself as much as possible because I feel like it's going to mess my head up. It's going to mess it up and make it better at the same time. Yeah. I went. I don't think it's that. Not that bad? No, it's not that bad. Like, okay. I think we overanalyze it, but it's not that bad. Honestly. I mean, be prepared to cry some. <laughs> yeah. Be a little angry. You too much. You too much. They don't So I, I have a question before we move on to the next thing. So your experience with therapy was real good. I don't think we've had a guy on here. Yet that has said that they've <laughs> been to therapy, so that's kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, just something back when I was with my ex. We, uh, I just decided to go, just kind of get a little bit deeper into trying to figure out myself. Mm. Um, so it kind of reassured kind of what I thought anyway, but it was just a dope experience just to kind of hear from someone else and try to understand that, hey, you're okay. You're mm. normal. You're not far off you know me and my dad we have a, a relationship but it wasn't in the aspect of a great relationship so just kind of hearing from him you know what I'm saying from the outside looking in what he thought of it was good so I would say overall I would definitely recommend anybody go to counseling or therapy I love that I that's nice that. speaking of dads um <laughs> y'all know my situation with mine so today I was telling my kids, like, I was preparing, like, outfits for my vacation or whatever. And so Royce was like, where are you going? Are you going to see, and he said, my uncle, but he really means my dad. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like, I'm not going to see him. Like, me and him don't talk. And he was like, why not? And I was just telling him, like, because, I mean, we've never really had a good relationship. He's not really there. And he was like, I mean, my dad was like that when I was a kid, but I still see him. Mm. And I was like, damn. You know what's <laughs> that so, is so funny? <laughs> That's super deep. How things are just not complicated for kids. It's literally black no. and white with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They it, make you think, like, you wow, think, I'm like... overthinking this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was like, so okay. So what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he he um, suggested that I take him to go see him. Dope. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. Kids can forgive and forget so easily. I feel like we can learn a lot from from kids mm-hmm. when it comes to that. I agree. <sighs> He's such a good kid. You're doing I'm such a good job. I'm trying. You You're are. doing a good job. It shows. It's hard. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 
All right, so for my I said what I said, I seen this post on Exo Nicole, and it says weight gain, cellulite, saggy boobs, stretch marks, etc., are normal. And we don't have to live up to these unrealistic ideals that women are supposed to be perfect with perfect bodies. Mm, snap, snap, snap. So I know, I mean, that's not really mental health but I mean I think it helps a lot of women because we're so like insecure about our looks and what we look like and we don't like our bodies and things like that but really like what we're looking at those people that we're looking up to their shit ain't real anyway so mm-hmm. I just know. love yourself Thanks. I feel like with the <laughs> mental health and your self esteem I'm sure like back in the 50s I don't know when they started doing boob jobs and shit, but like I feel like in the fifties, back in the fifties, everyone's poly self esteem was way higher because if you weren't naturally born with a cold body, it just was lights out for you. So everyone's probably a lot more. We were suppressed, but at least we were okay with what we looked like because <laughs> there was no unrealistic. You know, you get to look at it, and I'm like, how is this chick got a twenty inch waist with fifty inch hips? Like how? But it's like, you know, everyone can kind of technically do it, you know, if that's what they want to do. So I think it's important for you to, if you are living in a natural body, or if you're not, just appreciate what you have. Yeah. That's important. I got to remind myself that. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. So with the take control, um, and this is definitely mental health, I think at least um, for me. And I got to shout out Brandy because she definitely did the work on this one. Um, So it's setting a grateful alarm. um, And this is from the Black Girls podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And she sets a alarm periodically through the day just to take a minute to just be grateful, to be thankful, to, you know, just appreciate, you know, the place that you're in and be grateful. So I when. Brandy initially mentioned it. I was like, I kind of got a little teary-eyed because I know I can be such an ungrateful-ass bitch. You know, like, it doesn't matter, like, what I've accomplished. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I bought. It doesn't matter if I get a new job. It doesn't matter. I'm always like, well, I got a new job, but I got a new man, or I got a new job, and I, but I want a new house. You know, like, it's always something, and it's like... um it's so important because you really don't know what you have until it's gone. And sometimes things are stripped away from you. I'm like, wow, it wasn't that bad after all. You know, like, so I'm going to set my alarms. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. All right. So before I jump into the show, um, follow us on our social media. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast, and you can email us at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. So, since Mother's Day is coming up, by the time you hear the show, Mother's Day will be passed, so whatever. Next year, okay. 2020. And Father's Day is coming up, by the way. So, the question says, if both parents are not in a relationship, should that person buy a Mother's Day or Father's Day gift on behalf of the child? I think it would be nice. I do not have any children, um, but hopefully 
when and if I do, if me and my baby daddy are together, <laughs> I hope that we would be able to be cordial and be able to co-parent it up and that I would be able to appreciate him, even if I'm in another relationship or married to somebody else. Because, I mean, as long as he's doing what he's supposed to do as a father, I think that's the least you can do. I'm not saying we got to go all the way out. And, of course, it's going to be from the child mm-hmm. presented to, you know, their father. Um so I would want to at least have that type of relationship. Like, what harm does it do? That makes sense. I agree with that. I, I definitely think when the kids are little, where they don't quite understand, it's a good idea. I know my guy kids, like, they're old enough now to where they can make cards at school and mm-hmm. different things like that. So it's kind of like right. Ashley feels the love from her kids organically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, I could see both. I don't think I would be hurt if my baby daddy didn't send a gift by way of my kid. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I think it definitely depends on the relationship. Yeah. Um, Just based off of how you are with that kid and how the parents are, because you don't want to create that bad vibe of, oh, no, your mother or, oh, no, your father. I don't like them. So I would say just get a gift just to be cordial. Even if it's just a card at that or flowers or whatever else. And I'm sure the other person will understand. So, mm. well, may understand. <laughs> <laughs> Dep- depending on the person. <laughs> so, for the mom, of the- what do you think? Okay, so as you know, I have two baby daddies. Um, and, <laughs> but- <laughs> and both relationships are different. Like, my um, oldest son, his father and I, we really don't have like a tight union co-parentship whatever the fuck you want to call it so it's just kind of like oh happy father's day oh happy mother day type of shit like we really don't do the gift things like and my son like he be having hella money don't (laughs) ask me how but he be having hella money so like i'll take him to get a gift if he you know asks or whatever or i'll try to make sure he makes a card um my youngest son's father on the other hand we are really close we're good friends and we co-parent excellent so um i always make sure to get him a gift and a gift and he'll do the same for me or if we ain't got it right now at least a card so i think it like you said it depends on the relationship like it depends on the relationship and yeah but if i can do it i'm gonna try to get them something yeah i think that's the I think that's the ideal situation, you know. And it shows your kids, too. I think it shows your kids, like, hey, mom and dad are, you know, ain't arch enemies after all. Right. Like, (laughs) she can respect what, you know, my dad does for me in my life and my dad, you know, vice versa. So I think that's dope for sure. Okay. All right. So are we ready to jump into this or do you want to do something a little lighter? I'm ready for whatever you are. (laughs) All right. So this next topic is... Kind of like a recap of our last show. Um, and this is pertaining to Aisha Curry being on the Red Table Talk. And this was like four different conversations in one. So we're going to have to take it step by step. Yeah, with so many angles. So many. All right. So um, I know she touched on how she felt like when she was around black people, she wasn't black enough. She was around white people. She wasn't white enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really listen too much about that part. So... Do y'all have something to say? So she basically was just saying that she 
was born in Canada and she lived in Canada up until she was a teenager and then that's when she moved to the States. Mm-hmm. She didn't realize race was a big thing when she was living in Canada. It wasn't mm-hmm. a thing for her until she came to the States. Um, I just, I was thinking about this, like I, I was listening to a podcast today and they were also talking about the spinoff to Blackish for um, Tracy Ellis Ross, mm-hmm. Mixed Dish. And they gave a pause and I remember when we were talking about it, you gave a pause too, like, Hmm, like, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And I think the question that came up in my mind is like, do we only, as black people, do we only want to reserve spaces for what's comfortable for us? Like either it has to be a brown skin chocolate woman. We want to see more of that in the media or we not necessarily light skinned women, but we want to see chocolate women, brown skin more in the media are we saying, like, these spaces can't be reserved for the people who may identify with that? Like, it's always an issue. Like, people don't like to see homosexual relationships on TV. They don't mm-hmm. like to see this on TV. They don't like to see... So it's like, are we... It goes back to what I said last week. Like, what do we want? Because it kind of seems like we're just kind of prejudiced to our own people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just confusing to me because when you look at a brown-skinned person, is they too dark. And when you look at a light-skinned person, we're considered white. So it's just like... Mm-hmm. What's okay? What's accepted? Like I, I'm confused at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I just want somebody to answer the question of what it is. What do we want? So, um, I love my girl Kime too. Um, and that's the one that has the personality oh. is same as Brandy. So you know, she she gave it to us black and white, no pun intended. Um, and so what she um kind of stated was some real. So this is what her hang up was. So I'll just quickly like skim through her tweets and then we can kind of you know discuss Mm -hmm. it so Mm -hmm. um she said that most biracial black people in america have a non-black mother so they come into this world through women who aren't treated the same during their pregnancies you don't get to say coming from a non-black woman's uh, uterus is trivial you're privileged in utero due to medical racism which we've discussed before about how you know we've talked about how serena had issues um and complications with their pregnancy she mm-hmm. almost lost her life so you know we know as black women that when you go to the hospital you know especially if you are saying that you're experiencing something that doctors kind of mm, mm-hmm. their eyes so then she wanted to say um and if you are in fact um have a non-black father He's your protector and provider. Non-black men earn more and face um, less discrimination in the workplace. So they have a distinct economic advantage. Biracial children tend to live in zip codes where the father's race dominates. Again, extending privileges. Um, So she said, this is why you're being classified biracial. No matter your phenotype um, accurately captures what sets you apart from light-skinned black people with two black parents. It's not just your color. It's your accesses to resources via your family. Um, So what she basically was saying, and then she went on to talk about how a woman that um, is a quarter black um discussed on her YouTube channel how she was able to get into Harvard as a black woman, thus taking away space and someone else from someone who actually is black. Yeah. So basically biracial people aren't black. They're biracial. They're They're just biracial. Like I think maybe they should just give them Yeah, like no matter how you look at it, you know, because one could say if Barack Obama was actually a darker complexion man, like 
but he had been so widely accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, because believe it or not, when you see someone, and this goes back to, and you know, the one drop rule, which stems from slavery, is because, you know, the one drop rule was able to allow... Um, white people <laughs> to basically say if you got a drop of blood in you you a negro and therefore you are a possession and you have to remain a slave so that's where the one drop rule comes from because it benefited obviously um the whites <laughs> so it's some really interesting things i think we really just need to allow biracial people to be that yeah biracial they're I mean, not black. They're not white. You biracial. They're biracial, and I think <laughs> I think a space can be reserved for them to Absolutely. also see themselves. Absolutely, and they don't have to. Go I mean, around. y'all letting people pick your gender. Why can't they pick their color? That's true. No, that's true. But I think we at least need to allow them that space to, if you do want to um, identify as biracial, we're not looking down upon you like bro you black don't you yeah. know you know I, and don't bother me it don't bother me either i don't give a <laughs> you say you green right. <laughs> but i think it's a good point like allow biracial people to be biracial so when do you do this though like is it like with the government census like when do you say well i'm biracial i think I don't know because I always check black. <laughs> but right. that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> do they even have that one there? No, they I don't. They that's why. Other. I'm, yeah, they have uh, other, they have but other, like, but can't yeah. you check all that apply? Is that not? Yeah, you can also. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Check that. Wow. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. when do you, you know, when is it an appropriate time to say, right. "Yo, I'm biracial." Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're black or you're white. It's no in but between, think, really. Yeah, I think we need to establish that because I know when I was on the show last week, I'm like, look, if you look black, you're black, you're black. But then she said, it doesn't. De- it's not dependent on your phenotype, so it doesn't matter if you have kinkier hair or a darker complexion. If you're biracial, you're biracial. But then to also raise a point, you put this in the group chat, and after watching the entire conversation, mm-hmm. it was totally different than what we were getting via the internet. The back always. Yes, always. thank you for saying but that. Aisha Curry's mother. Mm was saying she she was saying something about race and they were saying how from the back she looks like a white woman and she made the statement until I turn around and I open my mouth and mm-hmm. you hear my attitude. In the context of the entire conversation, mm-hmm. it didn't seem as bad as how I read it in the tweet yeah. that you sent. So that takes me back to what's black enough? Because mm. I feel like as black women Educated black women, if we go into spaces and we speak mm-hmm. using proper grammar, why are you talking like a white person? Mm-hmm. Right. I, right. No, I definitely <laughs> I definitely get that. But I think that's just the part of code switching and being able mm-hmm. to assimilate yeah. when necessary. Because yeah. believe it or not, this is our livelihoods online, not like our, right. us being liked because we want to be liked by peers or other people. Like, no, this is our livelihood. So I need right. to code switch. So when I come in, yes, hi. My name is Lynn, and you know you'll get that. So I think that's necessary, and anyone that I think is has had to code switch or understands that you know it's a it's a do or die type of situation can respect that. But I, I always remember growing up. You know, I'm from West Side, and uh, <laughs> people would often say like, "Wow, Lynn, you you talk white, or you you know this and that," you know. But I'm sure people don't say that now, but. <laughs> But, you know, and it's like you're not black enough, but it's like, obviously, we can't to say that, like, someone's blackness is dependent on their attitude or how they articulate or enunciate their words. I think that is like, that's bullshit. I agree. No, I definitely agree with that for sure. Yeah. 
My name is Drayvon Tyson. <laughs> so, you big black. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to think about that in an aspect of where I'm at now. Um, I got my MBA and I'm working in banking, but Come it's on, like. MBA. At the end of the day, my name is still Drayvon Titan. So <laughs> I still get people like, mm, nah. Sometimes I have literally worked with people that was like, nah, I don't want to work with him. And it's like, why? I didn't do anything wrong, but it, you see my name. So it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work with him because of who he is. Yeah. You don't know me, but you see my name. And it's like, I know you. Yeah. So That's I definitely real. get that. That's yeah. real. It's such a complex conversation. Oh I can God. appreciate that it's getting people to talk. Mm-hmm. But back to the whole episode of Red Table Talk. The internet will feed some bullshit. Yes, like, <laughs> y'all had me fired up like, <laughs> what is she talking about? And, and then I go and I watch the interview. I'm like, nothing of what Aisha said was that big of a deal. Uh, it To Mm-mm. me. Mm-hmm. To me. But since we have a man here. <laughs> um. Yeah, so real quick. I think the liquor's kicking in. Anyways, yes. so you said something about <laughs> don't do that. The internet and all the bullshit they had to say. So there was something on the outline where it was like, oh, Aisha is just so distraught that her husband has all these groupies that she got to take anxiety pills. That's not how the conversation went either. <laughs> right. <laughs> People were just make, like, her husband doesn't pay her attention. And, <laughs> He'll get address. <laughs> did, okay, did she ever say, because I'm going to be honest, I only watch clips, you know, I yeah. got <laughs> Did she ever say anything about him not sexually? No! No! <laughs> No. All right, we'll move to the, to the next thing okay. that she said. Okay. Lies, okay. lies are always more fun, though. So you got to think about that. Um, <laughs> all right, so everybody was in an uproar about this whole her wanting male attention and her not liking the groupies and blah, 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 blah. I think that's where you was getting at. You wanted to get Dre's opinion mm-hmm. on her wanting male attention outside of her husband. Mm. Tough situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because everyone idolizes or see Clay, Clay, Steph in a light that is like, you know who he is. So he's an ideal husband. He's a great NBA player, great father from what we see. So it's like when you see someone like, but he doesn't give me enough attention or I don't get enough attention from outside. It's like, this dude is a great man. Like, how could you say you don't get enough attention? So from a guy's perspective, it's like, I hope no other females are thinking like this because if he can't do it, then how can I do it? He's a millionaire making all this money, doing all these things. She has like six million followers. I'm just saying she has like six million followers. And you know what that comes from? From him. And you can't tell me that she hasn't get attention because I'm sure it's a regular nigga out there that's throwing hard eyes at every picture she probably posts. Mm -hmm. So my thought was, who does she want attention from? Mm. Because it's not many people Mm -hmm. on Steph's level that she can even get attention from. Got LeBron, James Harden, KD. Like, <laughs> so who does she want attention from? Because regular niggas going to throw attention no matter what. Right. I'm sure, no disrespect to none of y'all, I'm sure it's a dick pic in every one of y'all <laughs> IG or Snapchat. Unfortunately. Like, I'm, I'm sure, you know what I mean? So like, a regular person is going to do that. Like a regular dude, you have no word. You're going to get this attention no matter what you want or not. So that's why I was a little confused mm-hmm. at like, who attention does she want really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... a lot of what I was hearing from guys was um, 
just a lot of negativity like only your husband should be able to make you happy and this that and the third and blah blah blah, blah just stuff so for me what it was was insecurity playing on top of insecurity Thanks. i feel like a lot of the commentary that guys was given was coming from an egotistical standpoint and an insecure standpoint because I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you make. I do not care what you do. When you are in a relationship, when you are single, even when you are in a marriage, you want to know that you still got it. Mm -hmm. And that's all she was saying. Take on yep. top of the fact that she's had three kids back to back. Mm. Whatever changes that has cost her body to make. Mm -hmm. On top of not saying he doesn't pay her attention, but her husband is on the road probably more often than he is at home. Mm -hmm. She wasn't saying, I want to date other men. I want to flirt with mm -hmm. other men. I want to be with other <laughs> men. Sometimes it's just nice to know that people still see me as Aisha. I am a woman. I am sexy. Everybody likes compliments. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Jerome. He made this comment on his Facebook. It's the equivalent of guys being married, still owning gray sweatpants, and going out in public with those gray sweatpants nah. on. What are y'all doing it for? You nah. know that, you They're know how females, but that's what it is. Everybody at the end of the day wants to know that they still got it. And that's Period. all that she was saying. That's all that she was saying. But from who? Is my, uh, that's from my only anybody. Thing. I don't Because think I'm she sure, meant a specific type of black But I'm group sure if you men. check her DMs, Like, it's there. And then you have to, and, and like they said, you have to consider the fact that she's also not really looking for the attention. You know right. what I mean? Because she's married. She she loves her husband. That's clear. She's not necessarily looking for it, so she doesn't really see it. Another thing that I was so confused about is that Jada agreed with her. She did. She definitely did. I was you. That was me. And mm -hmm. everybody's jumping down her throat. Right. Pulling up her old tweets of what she said, and it goes back to, <laughs> like, why are we boxing people in? She is a human being. I think it's just like I understand where she's coming from as a mother just because after having my kids and yeah. my body changing and mentally changing and being in a long relationship where I'm just like it's not going anywhere and I just was like who am I like when I thought about myself it's like all right I got two kids I have a boyfriend we're working towards marriage we have this house I have a good job but who am I what makes me happy like mm -hmm. and I just I had all of that and I was not happy mm -hmm. like and now that I'm by myself I'm more happier than I was when I had all of that shit like mm -hmm. so I get it like mm -hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with what she said you put something on your story it was like my mom told me to be careful of always being somebody's yeah like you're gonna be somebody's mm -hmm. wife somebody's mom somebody's daughter like somebody's grandma have a life outside of your mm -hmm. you know you being a parent you being married or in a relationship like you gotta have your own lane right and sometimes people just want to be associated with just who they are outside of all right. of that other stuff I, yeah I, I mean know. what I think honestly is that you were asking like who does she want this attention from I think she just wants to be acknowledged by the world right, right. You know, like, it's not, like, one specific. I don't think she was waiting for, like, you know, LeBron James to hop in her DM, like, let's get away from Savannah. <laughs> I don't think it was doing anything like that. I just think she wants to be acknowledged as the world. Like, as you saw where Steph Curry's mom, I remember this, and this has to be uh, six years ago, maybe, where, like, everyone was up in arms, like, damn, Steph Curry's mom, bad as fuck. Like, it was, like, all <laughs> on the media. Everyone was talking about it. They would make sure they would, you know, pan the camp, zoom in on her. But I think 
really what it boils down to is I think it's just the personality difference. I don't think it has anything to do with anyone else, but I think it's just her personality. So when you look at Aisha, you think this is a nice homemaker. She's a great wife. She's a good mother. It's not the same way because Beyonce popped out three kids, even Mm -hmm. though the age is different. But, you know, she still popped out three kids. I don't think Beyonce is wondering if she's desired. And she probably, you probably can't even DM Beyonce. She probably got to send it to where you You know, but I think it's like a personality. I think it's like some things when you're in, when you're already in, insecure about something and it plays on it. And when you've been in a relationship since you were 18 years old or when you were a kid and now you're an adult. She missed her whole thing. You missed your whole thing. You, you know, like, exactly. I've been in long-term relationships, whether they were shitty or not. And I never was like, I wonder if niggas still want me. I, you know, I was damn near common law married. And I ain't never thought, like, <laughs> I wonder if niggas still want to pull up on the kid. Because in my mind, I feel like I'm going to be desired at 70. I feel like I'm going to be that bitch in a nursing home. Yeah. Like, but that's been me <laughs> since I was, like, two or three years old. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's, like, it's a personality. It's a confidence thing. It's everything. But when you couple that with, like, in their relationships... For, you know, since you were 18, you just popped out. Like you were saying, you just popped out three kids. Mm-hmm. You're married. He's always on the road. Then it just starts to pile up. But I don't think it's one person she wants mm-hmm. attention from. I think it's just the media. She on wants to the be. the fact that it's probably heightened. Her insecurity is heightened oh, because yeah. right. he is a superstar. Yeah. And it's probably not even the fact that he ain't giving her attention. He's probably giving her all the attention, but she's X. used to that. Like, yeah. she's she probably blind to it. Six point. It doesn't matter. It, so this is my thing. I never. Want attention from? It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter <laughs> how gorgeous well. you are. It doesn't matter how the world sees you. It's how you it's feel yourself. Right. Exactly. So is that Confidence. something that she needs to go to therapy for? Maybe. I would probably. That's a, her own. That's personal therapy. issues. I'm, I'm just saying, like, because, you know, who, like, so how do you feel happy or solidified in that situation then? That's what I'm trying to she get She probably to. has to get back to her and seeing what it is that she wants to do and take probably more time for herself. You know, probably take mm-hmm. a break, a little gear off from having babies. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. you know, get back to yourself because I'm assuming that's what it is. And it's probably, honestly, she probably was already someone with maybe some insecurities okay, yeah. and some self-esteem right. and the confidence. So you add on these other layers, it's probably like, whoa, shit. I think she's just tired of being and, on home and style. She wants to be like top people's top 100 sexiest women you know like she, she just wants skin. that you know she doesn't want to be on the cooking book she don't want to be Martha Stewart she, she want to be some skin then. for her like, recipe that's what she want to do but she got some no, skin no because there's some people that can be and I don't know why Jada was like agreeing because eight Jada always been wanting to get fucked by women and men alike that goes to show we all have insecurities regardless of who I think you are she was, mm-hmm. I think and she could have just been was, playing up to I it I think she was helping out yeah she could have been that's very very true I think she was being a good woman right the there the point but. is is that we we all have the insecurities and people are mad at her because she spoke her truth like right. y'all can't want people to be who they, who they are authentically and then get mad at them for mm-hmm. doing thank that. you like Mm-hmm. And I appreciate and she's never been one to hold her tongue. And no. I appreciate Steph for defending her. her. Yes. Because no, people were saying, Oh, she disrespected him and she talking about how he too friendly and she just But the media, I'm gonna be honest, people really aren't fond of Aisha for a few reasons. Already. One, because yeah. she made that wild comment about I don't see how y'all be showing y'all skin. I save my skin for the one that, that matters. matters. She, and now she, she want to show a little. <laughs> she she was slut shaming. <laughs> but you also shame a lot what you wish you could do. 
Exactly. Period. Which you had, which you had the confidence to do. Exactly. But she was all on Twitter slut shaming. So once she started slut shaming, you know the sluts we we <laughs> unite. I think the point is like. Oh, there are many things. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. We're many things. We're many Stop things. Trying to box people Please. in. We're many things, and hopefully she understands that now. After getting all this backlash, <laughs> and some people that was support, hopefully she understands. Like, girl, do you? At the end of the day, they're gonna have something to say about you. Yeah. <coughs> you was faithful. You had. You know. You was wearing skirts down to your ankles. People still talked about you. Now you talking about you want a little melatitian. People still gonna talk about you. Just living your truth. It, she did it, and I appreciate her for it. It makes it difficult, though, as a man perspective. Please. Because, like, honestly, like, you see Steph, you like, this is the ideal man that most women probably see. And if she not getting enough attention. I'm just saying, I'm, no, no, no. When I, when I say this, I mean, he has money. He's a great father. He hasn't stepped out on his wife. So, I mean. We all know that. All, I mean, but you don't know that either. So, what I'm saying is you don't see that. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard that. So, in a, in a stance of he looks good on paper. Mm-hmm. So, in that moment, it's like. How can I compete with that? If she's not even happy, how can my regular female that I'm dealing with that doesn't have all these followers or all these people looking up to her be happy with just me? Mm. You know what I mean? I was, I was telling my friend this. I think it, as far as the in- insecurity is concerned, you have to pay attention to the fact that if I chose you, then I'm going to choose you. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm with you, then I'm with you. I, I'll say this with females, that's definitely true. Like, and, and and that's the same, and that and that was the point I was making for her. Like, he chose her, so let him choose you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may be too friendly in your eyes. Women see things that men can't see, and vice versa. But if the man chose you, take pride in the fact that he's going to choose you every time, or mm-hmm. so I would like to hope. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for anybody. I understand where you're coming from with this perspective of like, well, I'm just a regular nigga. So what, what does that say about me? But I think we all look. I, I don't care if you're in a relationship or not. Are, we're not blind. Mm-hmm. We're not blind. You're going to see something that's attractive whether you 50 years in or two months in. You got to take confidence in the fact that, okay, she chose me. Obviously, it's something about me. That's why she here. That's why he's here. Like... I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. That's real. I don't know. It's so hard because it's so many different ways. Like I've been in like situations or, or times where I really messed with somebody. I didn't even really care what anybody else was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and, then that's just me though. Yeah. And, and there's been times like that. where I've been with somebody and I'm like, well, damn, she cuter than me. Like, but you gotta push past that. Like, right. That's when you gotta have a conversation with yourself. Like, look, girl. Cross that bridge when and if you come to it. Take security in the fact that he's with you here right now, present with you in this moment, and be done with it. Like, you can't think that mm-hmm. much about it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's uh, with me, like, I don't really personally believe in cheating. So it's one of those situations where, like you say, if you choose that person, I'm with that person. Mm-hmm. If I want to break up and then do something, that's one thing. But if you're with that person, be with that person. Love that person. Do whatever you got to do to be with that person. But once you're done, it's fair game. Oh, <laughs> right. saying, it's fair, right. Once you're done, it's fair game. Like it's <laughs> n- it's no in between because if you start playing teeter totter and you go back and forth, it's never going to be over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, say I'd rather just end it and move forward. They'd rather you know, what I'm saying play monkey bars and go back and forth with it. Right. 
Period, poo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there was this clip of um, Toya and Regine that I seen on Instagram. And basically, Toya was telling her um, she didn't like that. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Irrelevant. Um, how he made a comment like, oh, you're stuck with me when, when Regine tried to break up with him. And she was saying, that's a red flag. I don't like that. He's crazy. Leave him alone. And what made me put on the outline is because people were in the comments just basically saying, like, I mean, she's young. We all been through it. She got to go through it, blah, blah, blah. And then I got to thinking, I'm just like, as a parent, even though I may have been through something or my child is just young, that does not mean that I'm just going to sit back and just let it happen or I'm just not going to say anything. Granted, you can't make your child do anything that they don't want to do. But as a mother, I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say what the fuck I got to say. And either you listen or you don't. But at least I tried. Mm hmm. Mhm. No, I agree. Yeah, I um, agree. I think I'm not a mother, but I would assume like if my child, I feel like my child's not moving away, or you know, I feel like if you don't say anything, that's that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of co-signing it. Yeah. So even with my friends yeah. who you know aren't my children, when I feel like they moving low key wicked, I'm gonna tell them in a respectful way, you know, and I'm gonna let them know like, hey, you know, you know. Without overstepping my boundaries, like right. girl, chill out or this or that. Um, I did see that clip and and I was like, damn, I got a lot of grown to do. She was like, I like that. I'm like, that sounds like me and Liz. I was like, I do too, Regine. I do too. Because like, oh then I tell you, like, you know, she's like, I don't know what up with all y'all young girls. Y'all like that shit. That is that. That's that new girl shit. I don't even know. You know. But I'm like, I like that. But I could see where her mom. I think it wasn't the comment necessarily i think mm-hmm. it's the man mm-hmm. so if it's a steph curry quote unquote you know <laughs> it's steph curry this week it'll be russell wilson next what the fuck ever so if steph curry that <laughs> regine was dating she would have been like oh that's cute he think y'all stuck together but no it's um yfn luchi who i think is like 10 years her senior has he got like, like five, five kids, kids. <laughs> so it's like girl you stuck with him <laughs> no <laughs> i think it's the person not necessarily the comment but I do agree with you, Daria. Like, I feel like as parents, my parents still to this day let me know when they feel like I'm moving woozy. Right. And yeah. I would expect them to do that until the day I die, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I don't no. have anything to add. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm going to rock. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read something, and I just want y'all to elaborate if y'all agree or not. Okay. All right, it says, if we're dating, I want to be your second priority. I want your first priority to be you, your ambition, your life, and your future, because my priority right now is me and mine. Finding happiness and security alone is crucial to finding it together. It sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, realistically, yes, I agree, Mm -hmm. but... In the real world, nobody wants to be somebody's second priority. Let's just be honest. Like, especially women. Like, mm-hmm. and I spoke I, 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 I spoke about there. this last there. weekend. You too busy. You ain't got time. <laughs> I don't, you don't spend time with me. So, but you also said now that you're now grown, that I'm older, <laughs> I, I fight through that. So it's like, girl, chill out. He doing he doing his thing. Let, yeah. let that man be. You'll see him. You know. So. Mm. I think from a man perspective, that's okay. Because at least with me, I am focused on my career and trying to make sure I get myself together. 
So when it's time to move forward or marriage or whatever else, kids, that I'm ready for that. Because in a sense, it's like if you make them your priority, then it's like, what are you really working for? Because if Mm. you lose that person, Mm. then what? So I would say that definitely you want to make sure that you keep yourself at the center of attention. But you also in that peripheral, I would say, have the other person there. But I don't know about saying it that way because if you said it to a female i'm sure she'll take it the wrong way for sure i think it's funny how men think that way like they're like i gotta get this and this and this together before we move to marriage and women just like no i want it now like Mm -hmm. they always put themselves in their future on a back burner because they chasing after a man Mm -hmm. i think and i think a lot of things play into that like we got the biological clock Mm -hmm. that's ticking you know we getting older Mm-hmm. Looking older, and men literally can have kids forever. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's the way you, the way people were raised too. It's yeah. like you were raised playing with Barbie dolls, playing house, doing these things of getting ready for the relationship for kids and everything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where men, on the other hand, we're Being like, yeah. "Oh man, you all right? Go play football. Go do this. Go do that." You mm-hmm. know, what I'm don't worry about that. You'll get that later. So eventually, it's like, okay, you guys are ready, and we're like. No, I'm not ready yet. Let me go ahead and I'm, I'm going to do this first and then I'm going to get to that. So I think that's the, the difference there. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. I feel like I'm my most focused <laughs> and I am my most ambitious and goal oriented person when I'm in a relationship. Like that's when, like, but when it's like when I'm not in a relationship, I'm just thinking like, dick, 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 dick. I was doing every I, I was like like honestly I'm kind of regretful like, so I have a question I have a question why why do you feel like that is because I feel like my biological clock is ticking I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of things like I feel like first of all when I'm in a relationship um contrary to popular belief I'm faithful and I, I so I'm not like out kicking it I'm not doing this I'm like at home I'm cooking I'm cleaning I'm doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm making sure that, like, another person is being cared for and taken care of. And, like, now I can, like, focus my energy. Like, because I, quote, unquote, have found my person. Right? Mm -hmm. So now that I found my person, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can get everything else in order. Because I'm assuming my biological clock. And also, I realize I'm my happiest when I'm making someone else happy. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. So... Full transparency on my end, I think that for me, sometimes I, I typically deal with men who seemingly have their shit, their shit together, mm-hmm. whatever. For me, in my mind, a part of it is like, I got to level up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just being completely honest. It's not even my biological clock. It's not mm-hmm. I'm getting older. I got to level up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a good thing. That's a great um, thing. I guess it motivates me in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, you're kind of an inspiration for me to mm-hmm. get my shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm single and I'll, you know, like I, you guys know, I've took my time to work on myself. Now it's just, <laughs> I'm the center of all of that. So it's really not about what you're doing or anything like that. But I wonder if for some women it's the same thing. Like, okay, I like men who 
do this, that, and the third. So I got to be that in return. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think so. I, I, I agree. I like to date. Like, um, there was a point in time where I was like, I was like a seven year senior in college and I was like, <laughs> I had to move back home with my mom. And I'm like, you know what? I was working like full time. I was working. I was, I was doing a lot. But I was like, I don't really want to date because I'm not where I need to be at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I agree because I knew like I couldn't give what I wanted to receive. So I think that's a that can be something. Um, but now you like shit. Niggas marry slouches every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was listening to us to the roommates podcast, and they had I forget the lady's name on there. Um, and the difference between men and women was like women have like a list of things that they want, while men, on the other hand, are like we're simple. If she looked good, we'll probably talk to her. So they were kind of like, they were, they were kind of like debating like, okay, so you have a lady that makes seven figures and her assistant makes $40,000. And at the same time, which one are you going to talk to if the assistant looks better? We're going to talk to the assistant every single time mm-hmm. because we don't care about the list of things. Like he has to graduate. He has to do this. He has to make this certain amount of money. He has to have this. So, in my eyes, I'm trying to figure out, like, with women, like, what is it that makes you really say that's your type of guy? Women have to be pretty. Men have to be paid. The end. <laughs> but even so with, for coming to my <laughs> <laughs> But even with somebody being paid, though, like, I'm sure it's more to that. Okay, so say he makes $500,000 a year, but he's 5'2". No. Exactly. See what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> to describe what it is it's just like i like I think what i like for different women though you yeah know? Mm-hmm. i feel like me and daryl we always talk about on our show like we are super emotional so we can connect like if we met a felony that <laughs> someone that has a felony a felon i'm sorry it's the tequila shout out to don julio no that's de leon baby de leon <laughs> I don't Ooh. drink te- tequila that's, that's diddy shout out to, to oh, shout out to diddy black owned but um God, I thought it was Don Julio. Oh, I'll be drinking Don Julio. <laughs> but um, we're super emotional. So I think ours is more so like an attachment. Like when we attach to men, it doesn't necessarily have to make sense as long as it makes sense in our mind. You know, like I remember I was walking um, down the street and the way this one guy had approached me, he even though he had some jabos, I was like, listen, I got to get the fuck away from you because I fuck around and be in love. And now and now you in my house and I'm paying, you know, yo, like, because that's just, you know what I'm talking about, Darielle. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. That's not okay. Well, no, but he was in a passenger side, but the oh, way he approached big, me was on some wild, crazy big walking. shit. And I'm like, I, I hit my guy friend up. I was like, I had to turn away because I fuck around and be paying this nigga's bills. Lord. <laughs> Because it's an attraction. Like, it's it's deeper than, like, everything else. Everything else. But with, I think Brandy is more so black and white. She has these certain things that she wants. And if you ain't checking off, you know, where me and Darielle fuck around and do some wild, crazy shit <laughs> for a man. You're like, no, this doesn't make sense. This I just want right. y'all to know that I'm a changed woman. Amen. <laughs> God don't, next. God don't like ugly. All the toxic <laughs> niggas is out of here. Out of here, bro. Get out. It's the middle of the year. Y'all made it to the first six months, but the next. <laughs> the fucking rap. It's a rap. And what's so funny, 
you just broke down how you guys are emotional. I'm logical. Yes. And what I got from him is that men just don't give a shit. Like, she just need to be cute. Men are visual <laughs> creatures. They're visual definitely, creatures. Definitely. I definitely. heard that we're somewhere. we doing all of this for nothing. They oh, don't oh, care. Like, oh, yeah. like, we, don't, we don't care <laughs> no, about you. That. You go get your mask to your doc. We don't give a they damn about that. Certain men do. Let me be honest. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm, certain men. I will say, I'm in that. But I think I'm kind of at a point, you know what I'm saying, where I feel like I want you to have that. Because that's just who I am. But most men is like, no, majority. I'm gonna take care of you anyway. Period. Yeah. So at the end of the day, that's what it is. What it is. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that like most <laughs> men don't give a damn what accolade you have. But I do feel like there is a small percentage of men who are only going to do like same mating. So it's like I need you to come from a quote unquote good family. Right. I need you to have this education. I need you to be this far. I think a lot of that also comes from. Who you around or your mom, yeah. your, your expectations of people yeah. too. So that it's it, also an insecurity because I feel like they need, they just can't. You know, it, it takes it's a lot to just hold down a bad bitch. That's all she is is a bad bitch. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's all she is. She a bad bitch. Yeah, you're gonna know. You're gonna know. So I gotta I take care of you because yeah, you're a bad bitch. You're a bad bitch. It. But you know, niggas yeah. don't want to pay that bad bitch tax. But tax. I I can definitely see where it's coming from. All right, so since we're on the subject of men and women and what we like, do you guys think that opposites attract? Hell no. Not, no. They do attract. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, think I, shit. I think in the grand scheme of things, it's a, yeah. So, I put this question up on my story, I think, earlier in the week, and it was, do opposites attract and does it last? Mm-hmm. We was having a conversation off air about mm. how I've, dated someone that is my complete opposite in certain sense certain things that he's into i really don't care about Mm -hmm. and certain things that i'm into he doesn't Mm -hmm. care about so i just wanted to pose a question like does it last or is it just kind of in the moment thing i definitely think it's an in the moment thing um just because thinking about this like okay after a while i'm gonna get tired of whatever the hell you want to do if you want to go to the circus or you want to go mm-hmm. to wherever, I'm going to do it for the first couple of times. Then at the while, I'm like, I don't want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you can go have fun on your own. Like, go call your girls. Like, I don't want to go to the zoo no more. I don't want to go to the circus anymore. So at that point, I'm fed up. I'm like, all right, well, if that's what makes you happy, good luck. So, so alignment is necessary. Definitely. Definitely. That's interesting because now that I'm thinking about it, I always complain about liking it and dating shitty men, but I'm shitty. So, like, since I don't be wanting to give niggas my time, I tend to date niggas that ain't got time for me. Mm-hmm. Whether they live out of town or they just trash and they don't want to give you your time. So, it's just like, you know? Yeah. Interesting. I think initially it's like the, the opposites attract because it's like that you're intrigued because it's different than you. Yeah. And different is always intriguing. You know, it piques your interest. But if we're talking like the longevity of things, like I feel like I attract a lot of boring men. Wah, wah, wah. That's what I say. Well, you ain't boring. That's what I'm saying. So they want to like leech off of my fun. But it's like, no, I need somebody that is like equally fun or even more fun than I am. Yeah. Because I know like in the end, like, okay, yeah, we're, this is nice. You're stable. You you know, you're in bed at 10 o'clock. You have a routine for the next, <laughs> you know, you got a routine. You got your next 365 days planned out. Like, and that's dope. That's dope. You know, you already planning for 2021. That's dope as fuck. 
No. But I know <laughs> once we get married, once we have kids, once the kids leave the nest, and I'm sitting here with a man that has already planned out how many years is that? 2060 or whatever, you know, and we only in 2058. You know, our kids are let's go. I'm going to be like, bro. This and it's is crazy. funny because you say I'm a logical person, but when I hear you say that, it's just like, oh, that just sounds like a drag. Like maybe you're a hybrid. Yeah, I think I'm a hybrid. Yeah. Because you know there's this those men, like literally, I hopefully no one listens to this podcast. I don't tell nobody I even have Talk your shit, let's go. <laughs> but oh shit. Fuck it. <laughs> he literally told me what the fuck he had planned for the whole fucking month, the rest of this month and next month. And I'm like Bro, I don't even know what I'm doing I'm in an hour. <laughs> doing an hour. Facts. Period. You know, like, I still may be going to Miami next week. <laughs> and I'm trying to contemplate, awesome. figure, like, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I don't know. It's my girl's birthday. I'm like, oh, do I want to go? Do I not? But he already got the whole... And I'm just sitting here thinking, like... Nigga. No. <laughs> no, but I can see how people end up getting married and having kids with opposites you know because to me that is intriguing like wow how do you do that you know like yeah. and for him he's probably like wow how do you do that so it's like well, this is intriguing this piques my interest like we should like try to coexist here but I think you can only do it for so long and then before you know it <sighs> after you guys get those the baby's out the way kids are off to college you done got this house there's no <laughs> now be looking at each other like mm, I don't really mm. like you. You're not really my type. Mm. Date who is mm. like you. Mm. Period. Do us all a favor. Like-minded people date. So I need y'all boring-ass bitches to let off y'all wild-ass niggas. Hey, let them come to death row. <laughs> <laughs> come to death row, motherfucker. <laughs> That's period. So wow. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mic <Mate> drop. <laughs> <Bit>. <laughs> I ain't seen it. I ain't seen a boring woman. No offense to my mama. But a wild ass nigga. Oh my God. Somebody take her cup. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was all unwarranted. Right. You, right. you, you had no reason to say that. Take the liquor. You had no reason to say that. Real talk though. So, well, no, you already said you agree. Woo. I'm basing it just off of men date women who are pretty. But then mm-hmm. later you find out you guys have nothing in common. So, I mean, honestly, I see it as three reasons um, for people being in your life. Seasons are reason in a lifetime. So some people are just there for a season. So we were just for a reason. So we were there for a lifetime. So at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, what is that person there for? So she may, you know, spark something in you that you may not have seen before. It could be a business <clears> adventure. It could be love, something like that she brought out of you that you never even know that you could bring out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a reason, you know what I mean? It could be, you know, whatever. I'm sorry, reason first. And then it could be a season where they just in there for a minute. You lusted for them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it's like, that's over with. Or it could be a lifetime to where it's like, okay, this person is here with me. This is my friend. This is who I'll need to be with. So, I mean, that's how I see it, but it's just different because you don't never really know until you get to know that person. Come on. That's in- <laughs> okay. Okay, Dre. I, I got a little bit. I like that. And I think I think it's important for people to date just to see, like, because you learn something from Facts. everybody. Yes. Yeah. And when it's time to end, let that shit go. Don't dwell on it. Don't cry about it. You don't it. date right. 
in this generation. We don't. We don't date right We don't. At all. Because at day two, we love a nigga. And it's just like, <laughs> you don't know him. You don't know his last name. <laughs> 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 we, <laughs> we don't date for fun. We just date to like, use, like, it literally turns into something serious that quick. So they, is it the moment that you feel like, all right, this is a dead end, You should. do leave. you drop it? We I, should, but yeah. we don't. I, like you say, I think you should, but then it's like, it depends on what it is. If the sex is good, you like, I mean, we can try to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hit me up. I, I'm drunk. I'm pulling up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's no in between. So, it really just depends on the situation. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day it really just depends on the situation. Like, if, especially, like, because sometimes you got to think about it. Some of these people come in your life and they, they are your, your best friend. You don't even know it. Within like ten minutes, you like yo, like you get me, and then <laughs> and then like literally like a month later, you like I can't fucking stand you, like yeah, because they too much alike you. So that's what the opposite sometimes attract. You need a balance. Exactly, you need that balance to be like okay, you Lynn's get like, me, no. but you're not too much alike me. I like me, so if I <laughs> want to date me, I'd be happy as fuck. But... I mean, yes and no. <laughs> I think so. I think people always talk about like when you find the male. I've seen this. I'm not saying everybody says it, but I've seen on various social medias like I met the male version of me or I met the female version of me, and that's when I knew. Like I don't know. I wouldn't mind being I, with you. Know, I I don't know. I agree because you don't want anybody to make you feel like you got to change. Right. And that's the main thing I think with us now. It's like what opposites. It's like really what is that? Because if you like to party and kick it and shit. And the opposite gonna be like, I'm in the house. You're like, oh, so why you always kicking it? Like, what you what what'd you find out there? Mm. It's like, my nigga, like, this is who I was before I met you. Yeah. So let me be who I am. Yeah. And so, I think I've gotten to the place, thankfully, where I just allow people to be themselves. Facts. And, and that, I think a lot of people haven't gotten to that place, so where they want to change people. But mm-hmm. however, I always say, if you want, if your heart desires it, don't let me stop. Because when you go down six feet under, I ain't gonna be with you. <laughs> No matter we married or not, you know, like this is your life to live. You have to live it to your liking. Like, I don't ever let me hold you back. So, I could see dating an opposite as me looking for like a life partner, just because not a soulmate, not though. a soulmate, not a soulmate. Mm-mm. So, I want to ask a question because I've been going through some things spiritually. Um, so, what's the difference, or what benefits do you get from being married compared to just being in a long term relationship? A piece of paper. What, what? Yeah, I mean, so what? What really <laughs> makes you want to be married? Um, I think the reasons why I want to be married are probably primarily selfish. Even though there are some other <laughs> benefits to it, because you know, there's some that we have some sort of say. Like, obviously, like if you are in like an accident and they're like they're they're looking for the next of kin, they're gonna bypass me if I'm your common law wife to your mother or your sister whoever your next of kin is you know it could be a nephew that you ain't seen in two years two three years and as for their opinion on your well-being or what medication or should we take you off and and not me i'm the person that you need to come to you know and obviously the government sees it as something so you you have those perks and all of that insurance and shit you know (laughs) but like i think like selfishly i just want someone to be like you know what I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And even when shit get hard, I want it to be hard for me to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. 
harder than what it already naturally is. So I think that's selfish, you know, like that's why I feel like there's a difference, you know, taking that plunge, especially for African American men, which I'm hoping my husband will be black, but you never know. <laughs> and I feel like black men don't do that a lot. So to have a black man come to you and be like, I wanna like I'm fucking with you. Yeah. yeah. Forever. Um I agree. I think the legality of it is one reason for that reason alone if something happens to you we've spent the last 25 years together i'm just not your wife on paper now i can't make decisions about what happens to you mm-hmm. um other than that i think everything else that i want i could get in a long-term relationship with someone um mm-hmm. i think the thing with marriage is i think there's something to be said for regardless of what happens to me or what happens in this lifetime, I trust you because I'm going to lock it in. Mm-hmm. Everything. My whole entire life, I'm going to lock it in. That's how much I love you. That's how much I, much I trust you mm-hmm. that I'm willing to do that. I think there's something to be said for that. Because even with long-term relationships, you can still just kind of leave. Mm-hmm. Clean slate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's something something to be said for that. We are an hour and four in. So, and if I can just be completely transparent, I mean, I like to just tell the bitches like I'm your wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> take a side chick to a mistress look fast. Like, another, yeah, I'm your wife. Like, bitch, get out of here. Right. And another <laughs> thing. Right. Exactly. Move another on. thing, because you said it's something you're dealing with spiritually, and I feel like anybody that I've spoken to that is married and. Um, are believers the story is kind of the same that being married unlocks certain mm-hmm. levels of your destiny that you're just not going to get without that however you want to look at it, it it is down to a piece of paper is what it comes down to but that's what seems to be the consensus when you're married is that you you're unlocking another level of your life that you probably mm-hmm. didn't know even existed like my pastor and first lady they say that they're destiny partners like without each other they probably would not be walking in what they're walking in right now so if you can obtain that without the paper or not i i don't know right i agree mm. i don't have i have nothing to add i don't want to talk about, don't want to talk <laughs> about that <laughs> no okay. no thank you i think Aww. we can we got time yeah one more. one more all right um I'm going to go with this one because the other two kind of like go hand in hand. How do you overcome the feeling of being stuck? Which is a really good question because that is me like to a T like. And I don't have an answer. So mm-hmm. I'm well, I want to hear what y'all got to say because <laughs> this is this is my time to soak it in. Mm. I'm trying to think of a time when I was stuck. I feel like we've all been stuck in just life or is it like any, just everything is like in limbo so i put this on the outline um i don't it comes and goes which is probably another reason why i'm considering going to therapy um i keep having these moments where it's like i'm not doing enough mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm super busy like i'm taking on new things and new projects and new ventures but at the same time i feel like i'm not moving um, on top of like, I've kind of been going through and I share this with my friend. Like I've been kind of going through this space where it's like, well, why do you want to buy a house? 
well, why do you want a family? Well, why do you want kids? Mm. You're mm. fine right here. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that. Mm. For what? Like, mm-hmm. it's like a battle back and forth in my head. And it's like, what is that about? Like, you know what I mean? And like I said, I'm totally different compared to who I was a year ago. But at the same time, I feel like I've just, I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And... I kind of always go back and forth for wanting to do more, but also just wanting to be more present, like, for my for my children. And I'm just kind of getting to a better space mentally where I feel like taking on more will put me back into, like, this bad depression and anxiety because I got too much going on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, I just stay in this place of comfortability because it's just, like, if I move forward, it's scary for me, but I don't want to move back either. So It's like you're kind of... Yeah. I think that a lot of problems with our generation is we don't appreciate where we are. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn that myself because going through school, you graduate, you're like, oh, okay, but I need to do this. I need to make more money. I need to do this. I need to, when really just appreciate where you are at that time, because it's like how many people have graduated from college in your family or around you? You know what I mean? How many people can say they, they pulled off, you know, a good job. How many people can say that they really are able to raise their kids the way that they want to raise their kids? And I think that that's where we kind of get confused at is because we always, in a sense, compare ourselves to others instead of being grounded where we are. Because honestly, it's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a bad situation. I can do this. I can, you know what I mean? If something happens, I can pay that without having to reach out to nobody else. Mm. I can, if, like you said, if you want to buy a house, you have the money to do that. Mm-hmm. So what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Why are you questioning that? Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it's your money. Mm-hmm. It's your decision on if you want to make that a thing or not. You don't have to, but that's just like me with the question of marriage. It's like, I have the ability to question that, which is good because I can see the good and the bad on that. And if I want to make that decision to make that next step, I have the ability to do so. So I think that that's just where we kind of, as a generation with the social media area, we kind of see everyone on the outside looking in instead of focusing on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think that I was, I was definitely <laughs> going to head to the social media world um, mm-hmm. with that because I feel like a lot of times it's like, why do I want these things? Do mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like I need these things, but do I want these things because I feel like I see everyone else doing these things or do I genuinely want these things? Do I genuinely want to buy a house? Do I genuinely want to get married? Do I genuinely want to have kids? And I think that a lot of people, and there's some people who I know who are, have succumbed to the pressure, to the pressure of social media. It's not necessarily that they wanted those things. Just everyone else is doing these things. And even though everyone else has been doing these things for decades, now you can see it. Now you can see your peers, the people that you went to high school with, the people that you went to middle school with, the people that you graduated college with, doing all these things. Like, uh, do I want to do that? And um, that was a really good question, the whole stuck thing. Uh, lately, I've been, like, really dealing with, and I've been looking at old videos, old pictures of myself. It's like, my world feels so small. And that's how I know I'm starting to feel stuck, because my world used to feel so big like mm-hmm. possibilities be looked like it could have been anything you know i could have been a pirate you know whatever i wanted to be but now it's like the world is starting to cave in on me i'm like oh the world is so small like i only do x y and z and it's you know before it was a through z and now i'm like in this little space where i'm only doing these three things and it's like i 
I mean, I'm with Darielle. I'm trying to figure out the answers. Like, how do you begin to feel that you're not stuck? And it made me think back to the times where I felt like I was stuck before. And I knew a big thing was to get out of toxic spaces, Mm -hmm. whether it's a relationship, whether it's your job, whether it's your family, whatever it is, your homegirl, you know, that's when I realized like there was a time where I was stuck, so stuck to where I felt like this was it. Mm -hmm. There's no moving forward. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like, this is it. I, and I had just been like, you know what? Let me accept where I'm at now because it's not going to get any better. It's not going to progress. Like, and I just like, you know, at the time where I, was, I was like, you know what? Let me just be okay with this because there, it's it's no it's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's nothing. But I realized, like, I had to move out of those spaces. And as soon as I moved out of those spaces, it was like, wow, I'm not stuck anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world isn't so small. And I feel like we oftentimes are the ones that hold ourselves back and we are stuck by we we are the ones that are, you know, pinning ourselves in the corner and feeling like we're stuck. Yeah. I wonder if um, as we were talking about this, it got me to thinking about like the generation before us, like our parents. Like mm-hmm. I think because we have access to so many things with mm-hmm. the Internet, so many people's lives, self-awareness is like such a big thing and the curiosity to continue to know Things like I wonder if our parents were just like accustomed to just moving going along. through, you know what I mean? Just going through and not really conscious of mm-hmm. how to maneuver in these spaces. Because I'm like, damn, I wish my mom and my dad would have talked to me about this because it's literally like every other week I'm feeling something different. And it's funny because I've been listening to Black Girl Podcast, I'm pretty much caught up on their entire podcast. And it's nice to hear that there's other women, other black women mm-hmm. that are like, you know what. I know we just had a show two weeks ago, but I am depressed today. Hmm. Like, period. Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's not just me. Yeah. But it, I don't know. Like I said, that's kind of where I'm at, where it's like, I. I think back in the day, you didn't have that self awareness. Or even if you did, it wasn't, there was no safe spaces for you to say, hey, you know, I was fine yesterday but now i'm depressed as fuck or you know even though i've reached i've gotten married i've had kids i've did all these things and i'm still wanting more like we have aisha you know like there was no safe spaces and now we have those but i mean it i think it was completely different like we get to see people's life literally unfold right before our very eyes whether it is the truth or a facade we still get to see it. and that's why i did take a break from instagram i was like i'm tired of seeing people fake happy because i know they're not happy yeah but it's like, honestly, I just want people like whenever a friend of yours, somebody knows is going through something. Can we stop with the generic? <laughs> just be positive. It's OK. Yeah. You'll be all right. You can't let it hold you down. I get that. Like, and you should think positive. But sometimes mm-hmm. a bitch just need to let it out. Like, just let me mm-hmm. be in my feelings for a second. Like. I just need this five minutes Mm -hmm. to cry it out or be in my feelings and then I'll be okay. Like that shit just gets annoying after a while. Cause it's just like, all right, I already know that I know I need to be positive. I know I need to trust God. I know everything was be, I know that I am aware of that. But can I just have two minutes? I'm like, that friend, though. I I'm think you should prep for next weekend, and it's literally planned to be a cry session. So come through. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should preface that, though. When you're talking to your friends, especially you have that friend that is always optimistic, me. Me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and so, like, when my friends tell me shit, I'm like, bitch, you bad as fuck. 
spanking ass body. You got all this shit. Like, and that's okay. I'm doing that. You should be good. I ain't got that ass you got because Lord knows. And that's okay to say that, but just let you should practice it. You should practice like, like, hey, girl. Stop all that rah rah kumbaya shit, bitch. I just want to. I want to think. I think for me because you you know how you guys. I'm like you gotta tell me what you need. Otherwise, I don't know. So like, I'm gonna try to find solutions. I'm like big on that. Right. I, like I'm not real big on that. Everything being organic. Like I need straight communication. So I yeah. think the takeaway for me with that because I know we've had those conversations and I'm that optimistic friend to you. Like Darius, me too. Be okay. Just, I be like, damn. Right. So <laughs> but you should preface that. You I gotta preface. Takeaway for me. In those moments when it's you or if it's somebody else for me to be like, okay, what do you need from me right now? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot yeah. of it is you have to understand what that person's capacity is also. Yeah. yeah. So you have to understand, like, if you're having a bad day and I'm having a bad day and I come to you and you're like, my nigga, like, I had a bad day too. Like, I'm going to fuck. <laughs> what you talking about? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not getting nothing from that. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? You could tell me, like, yo. I'm not really up to hearing this right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't something I can give you feedback on. So I may not be the best person for you. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like we tell people, we just go, yo, let me tell you about my day and just ramble off. And -hmm. then it's like, my nigga, I didn't give a fuck about none that you just talked about. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. you should probably quit the job. You quit the job and it's like, damn, I quit. You're like, oh, damn, why you quit? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So and in the same breath, it's like, we have to understand that people doesn't have the capacity because sometimes they have bad days too. Like right. you can't really dictate how you can present your information to somebody else when really they just be like, yo, my nigga, like I didn't ask for none of this. No. You just put this on me and now I have to respond, but and I may not give you the give best. You whatever I, exactly. Whatever right. I can give, give you at mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I no. definitely think the takeaway for me would be to just start asking, what do you need from me? Exactly. Right now? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm big on marginalizing. I don't want to marginalize anyone's problems, but when my homegirls who got husbands <laughs> that treat them good, kids that are halfway attractive and know the ABCs, halfway I'm like, bitch! Halfway attractive. You know what I'm dealing with? You good! Get the fuck out of my face, bitch, I wish. Let's trade. Right. Wife swap, bitch, let's go. Except <laughs> I ain't nobody's wife. Right. So I have to, like... I have to dial it back and not marginalize. Like, you made a good point, but any of my friends that, you know, listen, like, the only advice that I give to people is advice that I give to myself when I'm mm. looking in the mirror. Like, I be telling myself, like, all right, come on, suck it up. It could be this. Right. It could be that. You gotta, you know, you gotta hold tight. Like, you know, so when I do give advice like that, it's never to, like, diminish or take away from my it? person's problems. It's just the same things that when I look in the mirror and I'm having a shitty day, it's the same things I tell myself. Yeah. Right. You know? So, that's good. I'm gonna be more mindful. And when I want to vent, I'm gonna let my friends know, See, even though my everyone, friends ain't good. Yeah, I'm saying, though. <laughs> everyone's not like us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you could be like, all right, suck it up. You got it. Yeah. But then that person needs that sympathy. They need that, yeah. that that's, soft that's, heart that's person true. to be like, that's very true. oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I need yeah. da, 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 da. Nah, I need you to tell me what the, be Some honest. Some people are like that. Yeah, but everyone's not though. You it's know just like, let me vent and then you can tell me, <laughs> suck it the fuck up. I'm like, all right, cool. But I yeah. got to say what I wanted to yeah. say. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. You're right. Jay, I'm glad you came on for this. You. 
I wasn't sure how it was going to go with the topics that we had, but I think you gave, like, some really good insights. You did a great job. From the yeah, it's always so good to hear, like, a male's perspective because yeah. we're always wondering, like, what? Invite me back. I'm trying to tell you I, I'm good at this. Can we plan this men versus women? I'm in. Yes. I think we've met enough people that we can have a whole new group. I think yeah. you can get Just some let good. me know. I, I need some misogynistic men. So, men, yeah. if you are misogynistic, you feel like a woman's place is barefoot in the kitchen, pregnant. <laughs> we need some controversy because we've been feet. guys we've invited that and I I'm thought like, was going to be like, and it's like, you disagree with me. Like, right. you too woke. You too. I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I need my sleepy <laughs> niggas to hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> if you big sleep, hit us up. Is it yes no, I mean, if you feel like women shouldn't vote, hit us up. Oh, uh, Lord, <laughs> we, think, need, we need a little bit of everything. Yeah, if you think, but we don't, we didn't have that last time. Like, I need straight up men that feel like don't wear that bonnet to bed, bitch. So don't you, need, fuck you want cavemen, pretty much. You yes, want those we niggas need some cavemen. that's like because we trying to go ahead, we trying up. to go ahead in. Like, I, I need some men that feel like they the reproductive system, like how men are trying to. I just gotta shout this out because it's getting crazy. It's getting too crazy. Did you see? Georgia uh, trying to show their ass. Yeah. Three film what? production companies have um, banned production in Georgia because of the heartbeat bill. Because Georgia trying to show their ass. They first of all, you know, they trying to do what Ohio doing. You know, they like mm-hmm. with the heartbeat bill. Hear the heartbeat, boom, boom, can't do it. Now that Georgia's like, if you are a Georgia resident and you go outside of Georgia to one of our other lovely mm-hmm. states and get a procedure done, we may charge you. I also did see that. And you oh. may have to serve up to 10 years of jail time. Bitch, you got me oh. fucked up. Period, bro. Okay. I did Listen. see a, a tweet that said, like, so if that's the case, then does child support start at six weeks? And that's what they're starting mm. to try to propose. Because now you have these tests where you can find out the paternity. Oh, you can get one in my CVS. Oh, oh. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, and now we have oh. to start coming into these different things. Like, so can I make an insurance? Can I can I pull insurance out of this child? Can I? This child got to get on my taxes. Like, I need right. some. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it ain't gonna make it through the date, whatever date it is. I can claim this motherfucker. But you know, like, and that it gets it gets muddy. Like, I yeah, thought we exactly. went through this in the mid '60s, '70s. I can't remember when it passed, but it's like I thought we already went through this. Like, yeah. Yeah, now y'all a whole bunch of white. Mm. Old ass men that are shooting blanks are trying to tell us <laughs> how a woman's body, but we're not like, don't get me started. And what's so crazy, and I, I told y'all in the group chat, I started to read up on the Ohio law passing, and from what I was able to get through, there's no, there's no, there's clause. no, no there's kind nothing. of clause for if you were raped no. or if it was um, incest or anything like that. It's Mm-mm. only if the pregnancy threatens the life of the mother. That's the some mother. bullshit. And we're talking about their physical life, not their livelihood, not their so like their physical life. That is wild I, I mean, to I me. Just, I can't stress how important it is for people to get involved mm-hmm. in local elections, state elections, and read up on this stuff because that's what affects us. It's not... I mean, the presidential elections and all that, he yes. Does, but he does, but, yeah. The lower level is what we need to really And it's bad to. enough that they're trying to make birth control. Like, they're not trying... Certain companies are trying to cover it. Like, it's a lot that's going on with the female reproductive system. And we really have to make sure that, like you said, 
we are getting covered. Thank God I'm covered wow. by the blood of Jesus Christ until 2022. Period. Period. I've been out about three more years. I'm about to jump on that 10 year one. Oh my God, he's the baby shit. I got down on it. But yeah, so I think that's a definitely important conversation to have. I'm wilding out about this shit. I'm pissed. But you know, ladies, we gonna make it out of somewhere. I'm gonna have birth control, and you put on a condom, and you Honestly, gonna pull out, and I, I, I'm talking about throw the whole uterus away. Like we gotta, I need to get my tubes clipped and burned because this is ridiculous. So you, so you don't want kids? I do, but the way they're making it seem like do or die. I mean, my aunt had hers clipped and burned, and she still just, she pregnant now. So <laughs> adoption, but I, it's, well, getting, right. it's getting spooky out here, ladies. So make sure I know we have a lot of lady listeners. So make sure that you are protected. These men don't care; they can make a woman pregnant every day of the year. You don't want to only can get pregnant about 24, 25 days out of the year. So make sure you keep yourself protected. Go get on birth control yes. while you can. I think Planned Parenthood is still in effect. They do offer some sort of free um, birth control or they have a scholarship. Males, y'all got birth control too. Yes. I heard y'all got a jail. That's fucked up because motherfuckers had to get the patch. They had to Man. get the motherfucking uh, IUD. We had to get it in our arm. But y'all get a game. jail? Y'all put a little gel on? It's lubricant for y'all? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Be safe out here. Please. <laughs> All right. So last minute reminders. Please go on our Instagram and click the link in our bio to vote for us for the Columbus Podcast Awards. We are under the society and culture um, category. When you go on there, don't click on our name. You have to click on vote now and then click on our name and then put in your email address. So voting um, is still going on until May 31st. The podcast awards is August 25th, I believe. So you can go on there and purchase tickets as well. And they are free. So I better see all y'all motherfuckers out there. Okay. Oh God, no. Period. Okay. <laughs> that ends our show for this week. Uh, we will catch y'all later. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye y'all. Peace, niggas. Uh, get out. <laughs>